Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? Welcome back. You're listening to another episode of The Brother Hut. How's it going? This is a special one right here. That brother's name is Brother Brandenburg. What's happening, bro? Hey, Brother Vinny. That brother's name is Brother Vinny. Happy special day. Let's tell him, bro. It's our third anniversary. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Three years, man. I can't believe it. Yeah. October 3rd, 2022, three-year anniversary. Three-year anniversary, and uh, I feel like we're going strong, man. We're going strong. We're doing it. We're, stri- we're we're doing as much as we can, but it's special. I can't believe it. I can't believe it's it's been three years already. Time goes by fast, bro. <laughs> it does. Yeah, we were a little off track with our summer. Uh, you were traveling, and I was yeah. busy transitioning, and then you transitioned, so as in moving to uh, different friaries around the province, so... I yeah, transitioned twice, I think. So it was like transition <laughs> back into the into Denver and then transition into Diaconate, yeah. which is also, you know, another transition <laughs> in itself. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully with uh, maybe at least a couple months of uh, stability, we can get out some shows and uh, entertain our listeners and come to know Jesus better and That's right. give shout outs and have wonderful episodes wonderful episodes here and it's all about just sharing with you guys what we do our life our experience of ministry and hopefully you get a little insight into the faith the catholic faith the rich faith tradition that it is and and then you know you also learn a little bit about our life our charism the community Mm -hmm. our capuchin Mm -hmm. brotherhood so yeah amen yeah i like your you know, the, the name Brother Hut, you know, the hut is kind of something simple uh, that you can find some shelter in. And yeah, being brothers and sharing our brotherness with everybody, with all of our listeners. So, yeah, that's right, man. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. I don't even remember how that name came about, <laughs> but. I remember thinking along those lines, what you said, like, okay, mm-hmm. we're, this is some, maybe a place where people can go and you can just learn and listen and, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of be engaged with us. Oh, because what well, the podcast kind of sprouted in the, the COVID era, you know? Yeah. Uh, and uh, so we just had this idea. Well, you had been it, thinking of it before that already. Yeah. I had been thinking we, about we it. started in 2019, right? 2018 i thought that would be oh no that would be four years yeah 2019 well then 19 Uh, would be one year 20 two years 20 anyways whatever i think it was before covid yeah 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 Yeah. before covid i had been thinking about it but anyway so covid hit and it was like man i want to do something like you know media kind of sprouted i think you know in terms of like hearing people's voices and stuff like we, a lot of people were in lockdown and COVID. They were calling it lockdown back then. It's like, oh, we're on lockdown. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> quarantine, but we're not even sick. Like, How can you be quarantined if you're not sick? <laughs> yeah. And then it just became like, man, I want to hear somebody's voice. Like, I want to hear, Yeah. like, just let me just converse, you know? And so it's like, well, let's do this podcast, man. Let's start it up. 
mm-hmm. interview some people, mm-hmm. talk about what we do. Um, so yeah, man. And here yeah. we are, three years later. Yes. Lots of things have changed. Lots of things has happened. Yeah. Uh, that following to, year, you were today dang. is the today's a special day where we remember uh, the death of our founder, uh, Saint Francis of Assisi. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's there's been some death going around. I uh, I'm sure you heard about uh, Jason's father, huh, brother Jason's father. Oh, I know. Yeah, that yeah, was sad, bro. I uh, there, so yeah, one of the fathers of a friar uh, just passed away close to Denver, and uh, yeah, so we're all sad about that, praying for him, and then one of the brother's uncles just died too. You know who else just died too? Was also the the former bishop of uh, Colorado Springs, the Bishop that, Sheridan. That's right. Yeah, he oh, got, yeah, that's right. He only got sick like three months ago, and then he got a little bit better, and then he was diagnosed, and like boom, he was gone in like two weeks, man. Like, yeah, just dead and gone. <laughs> you never I know. know. It, I know you never know, man. And it, it's crazy. I I remember hearing that news and of both, you know, just being dang devastated. Like what? because you do you're right you never know you know and uh i think that's the beauty of of death honestly you know that's the beauty of death uh and that's the beauty of the transitors that we celebrate today it's like you know all things are passing you know Mm -hmm. it reminds me of i preached the other day for the children's mass and that was my catchphrase it's like god is everlasting things are passing Mm -hmm. you know uh and you kind of put that in the context of like our life, like life is passing, man. Like you only got, I mean, who knows how much time, but you got to right. make it worth it, <laughs> you know? And those guys did, right? Like Bishop Sheridan was an awesome Bishop, like just mm-hmm. amazing guy. He loved the priors. Mm-hmm. He loved us, you know, uh, he was always really excited to see us, mm-hmm. you know? And so, um, Francis too was a great guy. And Bubba, man, Bubba too. He's he loved <laughs> the fires. Oh man, yeah, he loves such us. a good guy. So you know, you're an awesome guy when when everybody calls you Bubba. It's just like it's oh, like a, it's like another class of guy. Yeah, you know, it's like there's guys who go by their name, and then there's guys with nicknames like Bubba. It's like man, yeah, he was just. Uh, yeah. <laughs> remember the first That's time right. I met him? Uh, we were both volunteering at this homeless shelter. Uh-huh. <laughs> he just comes in, this big guy. Big old happy guy with all this food. He's like, "Hi, I'm," or I don't even. Anyways, but I'm like, "Who's that?" And he's like, "That's Bubba." And I was like, "Bubba." Like, like, what? Uh, that's a, yeah. First of all, that's a cool name, <laughs> right? <laughs> and that was before I even met Brother Jason, I think. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, it's just uh, yeah, good memories there, and yeah. you know, I didn't have a lot of interaction with Bishop Sheridan by the time I lived in Colorado Springs. The uh, the new bishop had just taken over, but. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I you know I was around him a couple times, and uh, yeah, he always seemed very friendly, and uh, yeah, all the friars spoke spoke highly of their time there with him. So. Yeah, like Bishop Sheridan, man. I remember, I think I was well, I was in Pachinzi, and it was kind of, like we had met him at the fir- at the beginning, like so the both ends of the Pachinzi program. So we met him at the beginning. Awesome guy, like just really down to earth, like easy to talk to. You know, and then we met him again, like towards the back end of the presidency. And it, I think it was some kind of event, a banquet or something, celebration. Uh, and they were having like this reception. And I remember we all went and we, we show up, you know, and he saw us. 
and he was like yeah oh like just super pumped like that we were there you know and he kind of you know walked past a couple people and just was like gave us each a hug you know like great to see you guys how's everything going like how are y'all how's the year you know he was just super intentional about like seeing us and it was like you know it was cool uh I had a, you know, I have a lot of respect for him. So I was sad, man, to see him, to hear about his passing, you know. <laughs> so that's nice. Yeah, I always uh, feel special too. The same here in uh, in San Antonio with uh, Archbishop Gustavo. You know, like oh, yeah. when he goes around and shakes oh, he's everybody's yeah. hand and sees you and recognizes you, gives you a hug, and it's like, oh man, yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah, it's special. Yeah, that being seen and being known and. Um, yeah, being appreciated is, uh, yeah, all those are all good things. Yeah, and then, so, like, the other day, I'm trying to make a connection here, I think, with, like, just being able to tell stories and, like, after death, you know? Because hmm. that's what we're doing right now. It's like, okay, these guys have passed away, hmm. but, like, they have that legacy mm-hmm. where you can say, like, okay, I remember one time that he did this, this happened, mm-hmm. this happened, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, the other day, I was hanging out with... um I was hanging out with uh, with Gama, Father Christopher, and uh, we went fishing on Saturday and just had a cool, a great time. We were taking, we were with Camp Putiva. Shout out to you guys and Scott Pyle, the the uh, founder of Camp Putiva, and uh, we were hanging out uh, with these young men and their fathers, uh, who were it's kind of like a like a sons and dads trip, you know, and they're hanging out, like learning how to fish, the basics of fishing, you know, fly fishing and like how to tie the knots and all that stuff, you know, so we're day fishing, uh, just basically hanging out, you know, and so had a good time. We fell in the water a couple of times. So we were laughing. We're like, we're 0-2 right now, bro. We're not doing good right now. The water is beating us. Uh, So... At the end of it, we were laughing, we were talking, you know, and it was kind of at nighttime, you know, and we were just like, bro, you know, when I'm gone, and God would tell me, he's like, when, when, whenever I'm gone, I, you know, I want you to tell tell those stories, you know, of like all these times. And it was this cool moment of like, like, yeah, like that's the beauty of the brotherhood here, you know, like being able to like encounter something, experience something, experience the community, experience like the life of somebody. And then being able to like share that again you know and it's cool and i'm just thinking of it now thinking out loud how like that's the beauty of like the saints and specifically francis like today you know you think about like here's this guy right who's like devoted his life to following jesus created a rule has brothers to do it with him passes away and then like years later guys are like you know, telling these stories of Francis, right? Like how he lived, how he acted, you know? And I'm just thinking that, thinking of that now, like how cool would it have been to be like in that circle, like brother Elias, right? Brother Mateo, Mm -hmm. like brother Leo, right? And just talking about like, remember that one time when Francis did that? You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I don't know. I just like imagining what that would have been like. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's cool, huh? I do totally. (laughs) Yeah. I, uh, you know, they have that phrase from some of the writings, like we who were with him, you know, like the ones who were there, you know, but then uh, outside of that, you know, obviously we don't have that chance, but you know, 
how beautiful that the that the stories like still live on you know and i think that's yeah. how you can really like you can even it's it's almost i mean it, obviously they're not but in some ways they're even more alive after they're dead you know because the story yeah. can spread around the whole world <laughs> right. but the man can only be in one place you know so to have these stories that we all share uh to be a part of this one uh family um yeah, it's a wonderful thing to be able to touch the past and like make it alive again. Um, yet I think also, especially a, like a, a night uh, celebrating that's the 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 memorial, the the memory, uh, the event of when someone died, like uh, also helps me be less afraid of death. Because um, I think that's one of like one of the big a big fear uh, in our culture. Uh, so much of our our culture uh, seeks beauty and not just beauty, but like youth and like looking young and, and, and uh, glorifying youth and, you know, older people right. and, and, and ugly people are often, you know, forgotten or, or, or not, uh, you know, of course not made popular, but uh, yeah, if you think about Francis was, you know, not uh, not a beautiful man, uh, not even really necessary a young man, but oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he he wasn't afraid of death, and, and he lived his life for God. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we were talking about too that uh, you know the the way that Francis was able to pray at the time of his death, like Lord, into Your hands I commend my spirit. Um, I think is a whole like lesson for living, right? Um, because if we, we we can't just wait till our deathbed and be like, "Oh Lord, take me home," you know, I'm I'm all yours. You know, I think it has because death can be scary even for people who are ready. Uh, so yeah, yeah, we have to. Uh, we're we're called to live uh, every day as close to the Lord as we can, uh, giving our right. life over to Him, um, dying to our own will, living for others' will, uh, making space for others so that when death comes, we can make space for God and give ourselves over to Him. For sure. Yeah, and that's a, that's that prayer that I was talking about. Like, uh, So this morning I went to John Paul the Great High School and I did a little convocation mass for the students. So shout out to them. And that was basically the theme of the, it was short, like five minutes, you know, talking about that prayer. Like, Lord... This is what Francis said, right? He's passing away. He's moving from this life to the next. This is what he said. You know, it's like, Lord, I commend my spirit. I give you my spirit, like, right? He's like, welcome death. I welcome you, sister death. Uh, but to be able to say that, like, Lord, I, I, I give you my life. I'm taking my last breath. I'm giving you all that I am, all that you want me to be. I'm going to hand that over to you uh in this moment and then for but for francis that was like him dying you know mm-hmm. you know and um but yeah it's just cool to think of like that legacy you know of francis kind of being um uh, connected with like his material death if that makes sense you know like uh you know him dying also knowing that like you know, I hope that I leave behind these brothers to kind of follow the steps mm. after, even after I'm gone, you know what I mean? Um, but it's cool to think about like that prayer almost having to be a part of our lives 
at every moment like it's not just a physical dying at the end of our life but like mm. you know the sacrifice you know of being able to say every day lord i i give you today i'm going to give you my life i give you complete permission to take control i give you complete permission to take my life into you know today right and i think so every moment i guess is kind of a way to live out the transitus you know but yeah so right now uh i want to welcome one of our brothers here we got in the house he just popped in what's going on this is brother Kristen mary in the house what's happening bro how are you hi uh so i, I hi everybody i'm brother Kristen mary uh it's just been uh uh like two months since i made my first vows so super excited yeah bro congrats congrats uh, thank you thank you yeah yeah everything is just new and amazing and i'm in the, like the honeymoon phase there we go but uh yeah i heard you guys were talking about death and resurrection and yeah passing so over. yeah what's your take because this is what we're we're kind of going into it like it's a it's the transit of francis and then i guess just to get a perspective right for our listeners maybe like some of the death that you kind of had to move away from or like you had to experience right and the transits that you had to face maybe like going into the novitiate in today's kind of world what would you what would you say like that was like you know i'm just curious so part of my experience of dying in novitiate was discerning whether if i wanted to uh, make vows especially the vows of poverty chastity obedience mainly chastity right uh, yeah. so we take vows celibacy that means we you know we're not allowed to have uh, any exclusive relationships we're not allowed to have a uh, wife or children uh, for me, that was hard um, going through that experience mm-hmm. because it, you know you're in the vision, and you, you know sometimes like loneliness is a part of life. But as a young person, you, you don't really feel it because you're just like constantly hanging out with your friends or you're constantly active. But in the you have this like you're just like thrown in into this like area of silence, and yeah. <laughs> routine, and yeah. and then a lot of these things come up like your insecurities start popping up. And for me, I was like, dang, I'm gonna be alone. I'm going to be low in my life. No. Yeah. Yeah. But then like bringing it to my spiritual director and, you know, he's like, well, even married people feel alone sometimes, you know? Uh, yeah. So just because you're not married doesn't guarantee that you are not going to feel loneliness because loneliness ultimately is a, as a human emotion, it's a part of everyday life. For sure. Um, for me, it was learning to give myself to God. And, and I guess like there, there are certain characteristics that are in us. They're kind of like, apps that are already like pre-installed and for us or even how we experience affectivity how we all of uh, uh, all humanity all, as we crave intimacy you know there's like these needs that we have but mm-hmm. but we also have a spiritual needs and sometimes celibacy is um giving yourself completely to god to focus on the, on the spiritual side yeah and, and for me i had to die and honestly just uh, give myself to god in, in that sense you know and yeah. and part of it it's the cross right i think of like the the single mom who's like um supporting her kids you know working double shifts she's she's living a life of joy because ultimately she knows all the suffering is is for her kids right oh yeah oh yeah and, and celibacy for me it's like that of course it can be painful at times and but like when i see that this is for the church and for god i i feel a sense of joy it's worth it, right? Yeah, it is worth it. And, it's and worth I, it. I, I told God in a vision, like I was in like tears, and you know, there's one one time I was like, Lord, like if I had to experience this pain all over again, I w- I will gladly do it if it, if it means 
like if, if, if it means for the betterment of your church. And I think there is something like mystical um, that happens, especially when we offer our sufferings to God. Mm-hmm. We just feel like connected in one sense. And like in a mysterious way, like our sufferings like benefit the church. Oh yeah. So yeah, that was, that was my kind of experience in, of dying in the vision. Cool. Yeah. And I think like, just to kind of going back to that prayer that we were talking about, like, I feel like that was one, that's a prayer that everybody makes, right? Like going through the novitiate process, like the formation process, like, Lord, like I'm going to give you complete control and just take everything. Like I give you control, you know, and that's a dying, that's a dying, you know, it's like, it's hard to do, but like, you got to do it, you know, um, for the sake of freedom, for the sake of like, I think active participation, like in God's grace, you know, um, yeah what do you think bro it's 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 cool it's cool absolutely yeah thanks for sharing uh brother Kristen. it's nice to have you on the show it's good to see your uh your enthusiasm and your excitement for (laughs) for for making the vows and yeah i appreciate your your serious discernment because uh yeah i mean it does take a lot of uh discernment and it does take courage and it is uh in certain sense a dying uh, to make vows, obviously it leads to life, right? But but to make that decision, uh, I think even married people too. I mean, hopefully, you know, if you make a vow to one person, you know, you're therefore like dead to that kind of relationship with every you know half of the human race, with every other man <laughs> or woman, depending on what you are on the face of the earth. So, mm-hmm. um, right? But it leads to joy, right? It leads to deeper relationship. Uh, yeah, it leads to good for the church. I mean, obviously, married people, their own sanctification and raising up their children. Um, yeah, and we do all those things, you know, for the good of the church, the body of Christ. Um, yeah, well, one thing I recognize, is, I'm interesting that you brought up the sanctification of the church. I think there was, especially in the Vishit, there was uh, a call to to kind of uh, offer my celibacy. So celibacy is kind of like fasting, right? It's, there's a component of the sacrifice. It, actually, it is fasting. Um, so there, fasting, part, big part of fasting is to, uh, we're called to do it for the purification and sanctification of the church, right? And for the people around us. So I felt a great call to do that, not only for my own sanctification, but for the whole church. And Amen. Yeah, and, and like part of like, Navishit for me was just like falling in love with, with the church. Right, with the order and, the, and then the universal church, like I remember just, just like being in awe, like when I think of the church, you know, as, as the universal church, like so many people, so many like different races, you know, every niche, every tongue, shall you know, every tongue shall confess, every la- you know, every language, people of every color, you know, so it's like, like there is this, church is beautiful, right? But like church is a very very beautiful, beautiful. Uh, bride you know so oh yeah yeah for for me it's just, it's a big part of novisha just was just falling and uh, falling in love yeah i, I just falling can't i have no, no other words yeah. yeah it's beautiful yeah that's cool man and then yeah i guess to connect that to transitus of francis like that's the part of you said it well like falling in love like falling in love with the lord falling in love with the order you know and like that itself being the transition, right? Because like before that, it's like I'm in love with other stuff. I'm in love with other things, you know. And then you have this awakening, this conversion. Like, man, okay, I'm called to like 
sacrifice that. I'm called to fall in love with something greater than even me, than even I understand, you know, and that, I guess that being a, a transition, that being a transitus, you know? Mm. But yeah, like every day, like that's a physical thing, you know, and how it it was so legendary for Francis that like guys even after he passed away were still talking about it. Like, bro, remember this guy when he did this or maybe when he did that, you know, uh, like the gift of joy, right? The gift of holiness, the sanctification that he kind of just splattered all over the brotherhood. Like, right, like that was everywhere. That was evident. You know, the joy was evident. So much that like after he made the transition into eternal life, it's like it's still prevalent. It's still relevant where guys, enough to where like guys are still talking about it, you know? So, I mean, that, yeah, yeah, it's just... It's just really cool to be a part of like the order. I don't know if you guys experience this, but like speaking of transitions and stuff, uh, for me there was a big transition from a boy to a man. Because as a boy, all you care about is yourself uh, and what makes you happy, what what gives you pleasure, you know. But being a man, man takes on responsibility, right? He uh, gives. He's a gen- he's generous, you know, and he does it for the betterment of the people around him you know there's a sacrificial um characteristic that a boy takes to become a man right? right a boy is focused inward and the man is focused outward so for me it was kind of like a rite of passage to right going in to novitiate as a boy and then coming out as a man you know yeah wanting the sacrifice for the church mm-hmm. so there was this transition there I as well you. like spiritually yeah. like spiritually yeah spiritual growth and yeah for sure yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the cool part of like being in the community because I think like a brotherhood has a huge part in kind of bringing that to life, you know? Uh, like you understand more of what it is to like, yeah, be a man, but like be a man in freedom, be a man in ministry, in service because you're doing other guys who are doing that. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you know, so that that's the cool part. Yeah, I agree, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's uh, Kristen? Was there a like making that change from from looking, you know, for for pleasure and for your own needs to to wanting to serve something greater and sacrifice for the church? Was there any specific like uh, like inspiration or or turning points, or did the Lord say something in prayer, or you know, maybe for other listeners or people who, um, you know, what re- really inspires me is the like Jesus's prayer in the garden, yeah. you know, Father, take this cup from me. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I don't want to suffer. I don't want to drink this, you know. Yeah. But not my will, right? But Your will be done. So, uh, were there any like moments like that for you, or any other kind of like helps along that journey, or was it just part of your natural maturing? Or uh, well, you know, I, experience I, of that. I would say like, um, for me, it was it was actually my formators. So there's this okay. uh, like. There's a script, uh, verse in scripture, scripture, man sharpens another just like iron sharpens iron. So that, that was like, like all my formators were like sharpening me, right? They like, they would call out my like little selfish, selfish traits and they do it, they would do it in a way that like, that wasn't like, that made me want to go to a chapel and pray and heal, you know? Cause it was kind of like, Oh, ouch. Like I just got called I just out. Got, I just got owned. Yeah. Yeah. Got- then you'll go in prayer and the Lord's like, yeah, this is what happened. And this is. You know, you need to start having, stop like thinking like this, right? Uh, or 
it just it's just like naturally like when you start caring for people around you like it like things like that happen natural to you st- you start taking on like Christ-like characteristics right uh when you start living a life of a virtue you know like uh of of uh the sacraments and and prayer and uh yeah. and, ha- and like you generally just have a general openness to like God working in you like this radical surrender that you were talking about like god does miracle things with that oh yeah right like for me like this is like not my own doing like my maturing like i had like probably about two percent like and that two percent was just like lord uh here i am and uh, and uh whatever (laughs) happens happens right like like i'm ready and then um yeah and then the lord just went to work through my formators and through the formation and you know, mm-hmm. through different very circumstances and through prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, no, that's helpful, man. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, that's uh two <laughs> percent. <laughs> here I am. You do the rest. I know. I'm here for a uh, little bit, you know. But it's cool. Be- well, that's the. I just want to say real quick about the, just the like that aspect of, of brotherhood of like when you know you're you know when you know that people love you and they call you on something. Yeah. Not to shame you, but in order to help you grow. Yeah. And then when the Lord confirms it in prayer, it's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely something is going on here. Yeah. Thank you for being open to that process. You know, I think yeah, that, uh, for Francis, you know, I think some of that happened on his own because it was early on yeah. in his, uh, you know, in his conversion. He didn't have a lot of brothers around yet. Um, so, yeah, I think that's uh, in some ways we're, we're even more blessed uh, than he was to follow in his footsteps to, to have those brothers to... To, to lead us in, in, into growth, into manhood, into wanting to to put others first and sacrifice for mm-hmm. for the good of others. So yeah, and this this is the beauty of it too. Like just being able to like put yourself in a position to make that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we're already like you're you each of us right have put ourselves in that position to be like okay, here I am, Lord. Do what you do what you do what you do. Like do what you're good at, God. You know what I mean? Uh, and that's what. I was, you know, just thinking of like Fran- like Francis did that in his life, you know, and like it's it's a daily thing, you know. What I mean, it's not that okay, I'm finished, like I'm done with with life, I'm mature now, I'm I'm ready to go, like you know what I mean, I'm ready. But no, like that's a daily thing. Like every day you wake up, it's like okay, God, I'm giving you permission once again to take take control, do you know, do what you got to do, Lord, um, you know. And that's a daily thing. Like the the sword needs sharpening every every day, you know. Uh, and that's that's the beauty of the life, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah. If you think back to to three years ago, I think our first episode was called "From Death to Life," you know. And I think that's really prophetic because when you say uh, today, our our idea of freedom is options, right? If the mo the more options I have, the more free I am. But that's actually the opposite of truth, right. you know. The freedom comes from making a decision and sticking with it and saying yes to it every day right yeah so when you go to novitiate right when you say no to every other option in your life right you're finally free to enter into one option you know if that's what the lord's calling you to so Mm -hmm. um you know it's the same thing on a daily basis like saying no to um you know sleeping late you know then i'm free for the option to prayer you know saying no to exclusive relationships you know leaves me open to be in love with everybody, right? Yeah. Right. Saying no to, to possessions leads me, you know, to the riches of, of freedom of finding Christ in, in all situations. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I love that. Thank you, St. Francis. Thank you, St. Francis. 
yeah so i'm excited man tonight is gonna be cool like i said you know we're, we're celebrating the transit of st francis uh it's a huge i think it's a huge event you know uh just memory 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 remembering sorry <laughs> blah 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 remembering okay. like that <laughs> passing you know but also like okay this is a daily thing like this just it doesn't just happen when i die but i love the freedom part of it too you know like you got to be free to uh to do that and that's something that god calls us into you know mm-hmm. so yeah, right on. yeah well thank you brother Vinny. let's uh should we thank Kristen mary for coming on the show yeah bro thanks a lot thank you brother yeah. Kristen. Th- thank you yeah. for having me fresh off your vows yeah. yeah with your deep insights appreciate you sharing there and uh i got a few shout outs down here in san antonio texas all right i got uh my friends dusty g and roger c dusty g. i'm on their podcast <laughs> it's called um uh, faith reason and geekdom we just did an episode about contemplative prayer comes out this week on thursday nice and uh there's a guy down here i actually don't know his last name i apologize jose if you hear this uh but he's a singing coach and he came over last week to try and teach us how to sing y'all got singing so lessons you, jose <laughs> nice bro that's cool so he's got a, a steep hill to climb oh you're talking about friendly guy jose Gonzalez. Yeah, jose, i think so yeah yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah, yeah. But tell him i said what's up man so, yeah, no doubt. He listens to the podcast, too. He so. helped us record Lifelong, so shout out to bro. I miss him. So he's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah, for me, shout out well. to St. John Paul, the great high school, all the great things, the staff there, Aaron, the principal, Ed, uh, Sean, Deacon Mike, thanks for having me out. I had a great time. So shout out to the school there. Uh, we appreciate it. So, But thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, thank you so all much. Right. We are checking out three-year anniversary, anniversary. from the Brotherhood. Stick with us for one more year. Uh, great things to come. So God bless. And peace and all good. Peace. make another meeting? Or no, that's it. We're good. I guess uh, we're all right. We got 12 seconds. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you just got to do a little slicing there. Yeah, I'll slice it up.